caution. Your paradigm is about to shift at the intersection of fact and reason. You're entering Kingston Country. I'm Dan Kingston, and you're listening to the Dan Kingston Podcast. So joining us today on the podcast again is Tim from North Carolina, our conspiracy theory expert, although some of these conspiracy theories are just turning into factual theories more and more, wouldn't you say, Tim? Well, you know what they say, you know, truth is stranger than fiction, Dan. It's true. Um, Look, one thing I want to ask you about, I know you're doing a ton of research and people are coming to us for coronavirus news. I want to be careful about not just recording podcasts unless there's new information. And oh my gosh, there is so much new information right now. Uh, One thing that struck me was this quadratic epidemic growth model. This guy on Reddit successfully predicted what the numbers would be using this equation. And it it kind of, it's always 2.1%, no matter what it is. And it looks suspicious to me. Are the Chinese just guessing on these numbers? I think the Chinese are flubbing their numbers. Um, I think that it's, it's totally false. I think it's way worse than what we're seeing. Uh, word is on the street that that they're quarantining Beijing now, um, which tells you that they have definitely not isolated it to uh, – you know, Wuhan and surrounding cities. If you were located in China, would you be scared? I mean, would you be frightened right now if you were located in China? I would either try to find a rural part of China to live or try to get out of China altogether. Uh, I'd be trying to find a way out. uh, It's just as it, as it spreads and they don't stop it, it's going to become more chaotic. What about that uh, chemical fog that's being sprayed everywhere? Have you seen the images of that? I, I know. It's, 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 it's terrifying that they're having to go through the streets to do that. But, Dan, let me point out one thing. Yeah. You know, we've never seen anything like this before. Mm-hmm. Not in a major hub. Yes, people can argue and say, well, there's been Ebola breakout, you know, outbreaks, I'm sorry, in, in Africa. But this is the first time in a, in a major developed country that something like this is, has happened. Hundreds of millions and, quarantined. That's unprecedented. Yeah. Nothing near like that has ever happened. No, and, and we're, seeing, we're seeing for the first time on TV and Internet videos of what, what kind of response that the, the governments have in place. And uh, I, I should say that, you know... <laughs> The uh, the guy in biohazard suits with firearms, kind of a kind of a you know eyebrow raising thing to see. You um, warned about this I, weeks ago on this I podcast, did. and multiple things that we've both been warning about have been coming true. And again, it's kind of infuriating to me seeing these things on CNN or the mainstream media just now being reported that we've been covering. You know, even the New York Times. It's the cable news. It's the television news that's completely ignoring this altogether, or at least it, it was. Now they're doing a little bit more attention to it. Is it is it maddening to you as well to see that? It, it, it is, but I think that the media knows they're being lied to also hmm. by the Chinese government. Um, and the last thing they need to do right now is lose more credibility than they've already lost. Hmm. Uh Due to their political coverage, that has definitely had an effect on the on you know whether people trust the media or not. Um, 
the the Chinese are just feeling bullshit. They're they're in a panic. Uh, their their president, nobody's seen him lately. Um, I've, I'm pretty sure he's probably out of the country by now. Um, if he's if he's not, he probably should have been a long time ago. There was one video that um, just surfaced of him wearing a mask, uh, I think, outside of Beijing Hospital, whether it was him or a clone or a lookalike, who the hell knows. But, uh, yeah. yeah, it was like the only image of him out there for weeks, and it does look like he's being protected or hidden for whatever reason. Look, uh, you're looking into some of the more controversial conspiracy theory elements of this. And, yeah. and at first it was the bio lab was a conspiracy theory. Now that's being widely reported. I mean, Senator Tom Cotton said, look at the bio lab, yeah. but what yeah. other elements are we going to start hearing about in the following weeks that, that you're hearing about now that you're going to tell us? I've got, I've got three theories here about what's taking place and I'm, I'm going to cover those. Yes. The the first one is, you know, it was a bio lab. There was an accident. It got out. They're trying to contain it. Um, two, the Chinese released it on their own to try to squash these uprisings they've been having due to the Hong Kong protests and and in other provinces too. They've been having uprisings against the communist government. They're trying to squash that. Three. It was it was it was espionage by another country. Which country I'm not dare going to say on the air. Um, I know that there's been some agreements and trade agreements between other countries that have been signed that the Chinese aren't included in, and some of those other countries would make would definitely benefit if the Chinese manufacturing came to a halt or a or a big slowdown because they're unable to produce because everyone's sick. Uh, so um, you're saying that a big manufacturing country like India would have a motivation to sink Chinese manufacturing? I mean, I wouldn't even, I wouldn't even put it past the United States government. Um, it, it just, you know, I, I think that everything that happens in this world happens for a reason. I don't think anything is coincidental or happens by accident. You really um, think that our own government would send a bioweapon or Trump would uh, do that for economic purposes? They've, they've done some really dirty things in the past. But, but then again, let me state here. Yeah. I think that, that's the third and least likely scenario. Hmm. Um, but it's also got to stay in the back of my mind. Well, there, it hey. does, because for this one simple thing, as I've heard that this might just be targeting Asian people. Now, this is a very conspiracy theory kind of thing, but I've been hearing it oh, yeah. from a couple different sources that is making me scratch my head and ask, is there any credibility been, to that? Have you seen any truth to that? I've been trying to debunk it and I can't. Uh, um, I've been trying. I've been trying to find the names of victims that aren't Asian. I can't find any. Are the patients uh, in the U.S. Are, are their names released? All twelve? No, they're not. Mm. It's just it's just searching the internet trying to find anything, mm. and there's nothing out there, Dan. Uh, the other Weird. thing that's kind of a striking, striking like red flag to me is there's no release of the image of the virus right through a microscope or anything like that. You know, with the SARS virus, Ebola. Hell, they had those images on the nightly news within two days. You knew what the strain looked like through a microscope on the 6.30 you know, NBC News and Lester Holt. More and more, I mean, this is looking like it's been they, modified yeah, by humans, yeah, right? They, and they're saying that the people that have seen this strain 
are saying this has all the indicators of being man-made or in genetically modified. Did you hear that they there's like a, um, HIV sections uh, in this pathogen? Did you hear about that? I I heard a whisper about it. I'm not I'm not clear enough on it to speak about it. Well, let me I just say I, I heard that it was condemned as a horrible horrible lie that was spreading, and then that same scientist looked at it himself and said, "Oh well, actually." There are a few uh, HIV parts in this, but it, it could have happened naturally. And so he kind of had to walk back. So a lot of these things sound really shocking until you start looking more and more into it. And you have to scratch your head and say, uh, isn't it irresponsible not to look close at this? I, I think that uh, I, I think that if you don't take a look at it, you're crazy. Yep. We need to know what it is. Uh, there needs to be mine. There needs to be a meeting of the minds in the medical field gathered all around taking a look at this thing. And it, and it needs to be made public. Hey, this is what this is. Um, and I think that the reason it's not is because it's, it's, it's a released bioweapon. Uh, I mean, it just, it, it just, it, I don't think everybody's like, well, it can't be a bioweapon. It's not killing that many people. We don't know how many people this thing's killed. We do not know one. that. We do not know. It's 2.1%, but that 2.1% is coming out with every single release of numbers. It looks like it's artificial. That's right. We we don't know how many people this thing killed. Nobody's talking about the hospital they built in 10 days anymore. Ugh. The only thing I know is, is when I see the images of China right now, the only thing I'm seeing is empty street ghost town. I've heard that um, people are being cremated, that they run out of cremating space, that they are having an issue with just capacity, testing enough people and cremating enough people. So there's anyone's you know, guess what the real numbers are because of that. If you, if you look at the reaction from some of these videos that do escape Twitter, and I will say this about Twitter right now, if you see a video on Twitter, it, it's usually disappeared within 24 hours. Wow. Um, Why? They're, they're, they're yeah. taking them they are censoring hard. But if you look at the reaction of these people that are supposedly getting into ambulances, these people know what's going to happen to them. They're being chased. The way they're reacting. You see that? Yes. yes. Ugh. They, you got to think, these people are local. They've got intelligence that we don't have there. They know things that we don't know in the outside world. So they know to run from these guys. Hmm. And they know to run from the government officials. Yeah. I, I'd almost, I'd almost bet you right now, if you have a family member that's sick and you're inside of China, you're not reading a word up to anyone that your family member's sick because you know that you're all going to be targeted and, and hauled off to God knows where. What about I mean, that video of the police officer? Looks like uh, he's on top of the woman and like touching her and she's saying stop raping me is that just a a video that you know you see police videos in this country too and is yeah. that just a one-off video or is there something more to that i i i think it's probably it's probably a lot of fake videos out there too um but one of the one of the striking things to me about these videos i i see these people with all they have is the in in the 95 mask on and they're grabbing a hold of these infected people. I mean, first of all, I don't care how much money you have. You can't pay me enough to go grab a hold of somebody who has this virus. 
You can't pay you enough, but if they uh, say they'll drag you to a concentration camp, you'd probably comply. Yeah, I, I guess. <laughs> but but you would you would at least think that you would take a little bit more precaution. I don't think they care about just, anybody who's working for them. They don't care about their police. They don't care about no, their they people. Don't. They don't care about their doctors. The rate of infected among the healthcare workers, it's tragic. And actually, we don't even know because they're not releasing it. The doctors are getting sick. Police are getting sick. The healthcare workers are getting sick. They're running out of people. They're running out of people. And the one thing that you do not see is the Chinese military. Nowhere have you seen a Chinese military in any of these videos. Is that to protect them? I, 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 I'm starting to wonder. I think, I think the Chinese suspect that this was an attack. Um, you know, there's, there's been stories floating around for some time about how the Chinese are shifting the fentanyl into the United States to, the poison, to poison the youth of America. And sometimes, you know, you could, you could almost argue that this is some kind of retribution or karma back towards them. Well, the Chinese are calculated. If anything, I think they're holding their military, they're quarantining their military away from the populace. Uh, I think you're um, right, and that would make sense. I mean, it was not a stupid strategy, actually. If you have a horrible virus spreading, the last thing you want is your military yeah. to get infected, then you're a sitting duck. Yep, exactly right. Uh, the, the other thing that I'm thinking, too, is the economic side of this. And uh, I started digging into this a little bit this afternoon. Didn't have a whole lot of time, but I, I tried to do the best I can. And uh, the the manufacturing processes in China and the, and the manufacturers depend mainly on on human labor. If, if everybody's getting sick, staying home, these factories aren't producing anything. Yeah. Um, there's a chance that we're going to start seeing some shortages of some items that are shipped out of China to the United States. I think, I think there will be shortages of some things that, you know, I think Walmart's going to take a huge hit because 75% of the items at Walmart come from, you know, China. Um, you're going to start seeing companies look at other countries. Uh, this, this is a big deal for China. A lot of people uh, say, you know, who cares about China's manufacturing? They're, you know, this is what they get for giving us such crappy products and and that kind of thing. And uh, I guess um, is that overlooking the fact that this could cause a world recession or something even greater than that? I mean, this, could this be really painful economically? Well, one, yes, it, it, it's going to be painful. We're going to feel it. Um, how bad? You know, like, you think it's going to be a recession, a depression, or, or something in the in, in between? I think I don't. I don't know if it'll be the the. I don't. Know, I don't. We will feel a recession or a depression. I think it'll stop the growth in the United States temporarily until manufacturing is set up from other locations. And then does um, Trump get blamed? Does Trump get blamed for that in that scenario? Trump won't get blamed for it. Um, I don't. I don't think you can blame Trump for this. Well, the mainstream media—they always find a way, don't they? They, they, they sure do. Um, but one of the things that I, I want to put out here, and I want every one of your listeners to sit and think about this, is we can say, "Oh, don't give a shit about China. Screw them. Screw them." You know, there's people there, and these people are living their lives, and they'll and and. I'm talking about just ordinary citizens there. They're going to be the ones who suffer. 
the Chinese government will not suffer. The communist regime will not suffer in China, but the people will. Well, yes, I want to echo that so much because the Chinese people are the victims here. And and it's horrible what their government's doing to them. And I don't want anyone to get the wrong message from my tough talk about coronavirus. That there's anything that we have to be afraid of, of Chinese people. It's their damn government. And it's the what they're yep. doing to this, uh, their people that are putting us all at risk. I mean, you know, it, it's kind of like the, uh, the uh, Russian boogeyman during the Cold War. I mean, we were all scared of the Russians, the Russians, the Russians. Turns out the the, the uh, Russian people love Americans, and, and Americans feel kind of the same towards them. But it's, it's, it's the government, right? That 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 are the problem, and I think that the government in China is the biggest problem here. If I China agree. would have said, if China would have said in defense first when this thing first became a problem, hey, we got a problem. You guys come help us contaminate this, or we'll quarantine this real quick before it gets contaminated. You know, we'll, we'll, you know, we can, I'm willing to squash this thing, mm -hmm. but they don't. And I'll tell you another thing too. I didn't watch the Oscars much uh, last night, but did they, did they even say anything about the coronavirus? And no, I was shocked when American factory, which actually is a terrific movie. It was produced by Obama, but uh, I don't know why he picked that movie. Cause it's a very great movie on Netflix. It won best picture uh, for documentary. And, they mention nothing. The movie's about China. It's about a Chinese-owned American factory, well, and they mention nothing about the coronavirus. And I thought it was a real missed opportunity for those filmmakers. Well, I, I mean, well, it, it was crazy. So I don't know what it is. I think it's a, more of the sweep it under the rug, don't upset China. Who owns Hollywood now? Put China. That question there. <laughs> China. Bingo. <laughs> Bingo. They yeah. don't want any attention on that kind of stuff. Hmm. So. So instead, they're going to put a guy on uh, on TV on the E channel with a, you know wearing a dress on the red carpet <laughs> to, to tell you that you're that you're wrong for thinking that's wrong. Yeah, and no, it's true. They're and they're going to they're going to keep you divided and they're going to keep you distracted with all of these things that really don't matter. Why that? Why they're over there trying to sweep the real things underneath the rug. Well, they're the still saying be more you. afraid of the flu, be more of you know, seasonal flu is what you should really be afraid of. And that's still the debate going on on NPR today. So they are so My far God. behind on this cruise uh, ship in Japan. Have you seen any of this? There's like a hundred over a hundred now are infected. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen that. Um, my, I'm going to, I'm going to go back to what you said about NPR. Yeah. NPR is nothing. It's nothing but bullshit leftist propaganda. And it's 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 run out of the universities. Uh, it's, it's a lot of dirty money that runs that thing. They and taxpayer dollars. Um, but I shouldn't be taxpayer. I mean, I don't want my taxpayer money going to leftist propaganda. Let's push through that with you know with the Tokyo Rose uh, NPR voice. That's what I think of every time I hear NPR. I think of the Tokyo Rose you know radio thing that you'd hear during those World War II movies and all those. You know how they use that soft voice, and you know I'm it's like, all phony, you know, fake propaganda. I agree, hundred percent. Yeah, it's hard it, to listen it, to. It's it, it, it's awful. Yeah. Um, but Dan, I, I, you know, we thought. I mean, we said we would touch base and see how this thing was how was forming up, and I, I, I don't, I don't know if we're also being lied to about how 
how far it's reached other countries too. That, that's another thing that's on my radar right now is are we being told the truth by other countries also? Mm. Or, you know, or other countries saying, nope, we don't have any coronavirus here. You know, you nothing to look for. And, you know, they got people, uh, you know, that's you know, locked up in rooms. Because you see how the world's reacted to China. And, of course, maybe other countries are saying, wait a minute, we have to hide and cover up our own infection. I never thought about that. It's a great idea. I know yeah. your time is limited, Tim, but uh, you have a big announcement. You're starting your own podcast uh, uh, March 1st. Is that right? I am, Ralph. Considerably, it's going to be March 1st. It's uh, the uh, Patriot X podcast. Um, you can you can follow me on Twitter at pa- Patriot X podcast. What are you thinking um, for you know, this podcast? I mean, is it conspiracy theory stuff or other stuff, or is it a it's, mix? It's going gonna, it's gonna to be all. It's going to be a mix of... Uh, you know, psychological control, conspiracy, then then it's going to be just some plain talk. Yes. It's going to be, you know, some, some real world events and put my own personal spin on it. And, and there, I'm going to go into my personal story here in the first podcast of how did I, how, how was, you know, I was a left leaning young man. And now I'm, I wouldn't say ultra conservative, but more of a libertarian now. Um, how how did I make that transition? Hmm. What things did I see in this world that 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 hey, you know what? Maybe I'm not right anymore. Hmm. You know, I mean, maybe I mean, well, you know, what am I seeing here? What am I really seeing? I mean, whether you're a leftist or you're ultra conservative, should just give it a try and listen to it. Um, I'm I'm not going to be a uh, stand up there and blow my horn about Trump or anything like that. I really don't want to put a lot of political bias into it. I actually want to keep the political bias out of it. So. That's hard. It's good to do. I think we need more of that. And I'll definitely put a link uh, to your podcast in this description when it's up and ready to go. So I'm excited yep. for that. It's great to podcast. And anybody out there listening right now, you should podcast too and join this community because it's a ton of fun. And podcasting's great. And we need more citizen journalists. Don't you agree, Tim? Yep. And uh, one more thing. Epstein didn't hang himself. This is the dan kingston podcast is brought to you by traveling with janice and cruise brothers this is a great time of year to plan your summer vacations lots of great travel specials for cruises and tours call traveling with janice and cruise brothers for all these ideas for families groups weddings 480-648-3324 or email traveling with janice at gmail. Com. I want to wrap up and just talk a little bit about that cruise ship off of Japan with over a hundred now infected. The update now is I've actually reached out to a young woman aboard the cruise ship who was quoted in the New York Times. My wife says, how do you know what she's really on the cruise ship? Well, she's posting pictures of the situation, what they're seeing, the, the meals, the letters. She's even posting audio from the messages that the captain is giving over the PA system. Again, this is the cruise ship that's quarantined off Japan. And she was quoted in the New York Times several days ago saying she was overhearing a sickly cough and worried that somebody in a cabin next door to her or nearby might have been infected with coronavirus. I reached out to her. I messaged her on Twitter and I asked if the person she heard coughing, if she still hears the coughing. And she said, yes, she speaks Japanese and she doesn't speak English or else I would get her on this podcast. 
but she was using a translation device. And so I asked her, did you report to the doctor's office or somebody, an official on the ship, that you're hearing sickly coughing? And she said that she did. She said that she did. She reached out to the doctor on that cruise ship, the doctor's office, but they told her that he would need to reach out himself. They simply could not cope. And that was a word that she used, cope. They could not cope. I don't want to raise alarm bells if this was a translation issue. I don't know. I followed up. I said, what do you mean they can't cope? Did they mean that he needs to call himself or that even if he called, they can't cope? She says she thinks both. She thinks that they can't cope unless they get a call from the infected person themselves. And even then, she worries that they're having difficulty coping. You're seeing ambulances outside of that cruise ship taking people that are infected that test positive. They're taking them off the cruise ship and getting them help, getting them treatment. Uh, uh, You'd assume treating the symptoms because they don't have any cure for the actual virus, right? Now, if you're on this ship, I, I don't want you to be concerned. I don't. I mean, you should be concerned. I don't want you to be panicked. And if you're in a situation in China or in any kind of situation, you know, panicking doesn't help. But looking at the facts, being concerned, staying alert, that can help. It can help. Now, is this situation on this cruise ship going to get worse? Potentially, Yes. They're having the tough conversation now of deciding whether they should test every single person aboard that cruise ship. There's thousands. That would be an incredibly intensive process. But right now, more and more people they test are coming up positive. You have people coughing and not getting the tests or the treatment they need, potentially afraid of coming forward. It's a bad situation, probably the worst situation outside China that we know of right now dealing with the coronavirus. But like Tim said, what we don't know is a situation on the ground in other countries that are perhaps trying to cover themselves or save face like China did. Kingston Country. You've been listening to the Dan Kingston Podcast. Dan Kingston here asking you to do me a huge favor. Will you possibly rate the Dan Kingston Podcast on Apple Podcasts? Each new rating, believe it or not, really does have a major impact on the way Apple's algorithm recommends content. With just one quick click, you can help promote citizen journalism and end the stranglehold of the mainstream media. Together, we're going to do this. Thank you. I really appreciate your support.